Hey guys, welcome back to the Sci-Fi Breakdown Podcast. My name is Aaron Harkwat, and I'm so excited uh, that you know we're getting so much support and we're so much love from everyone. So thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, so please do continue to send us feedback and anything you know, any problems or anything you want to see within the podcast, and we'll definitely uh, keep that in mind. And so today's episode is going to be about a very, very common show. We're kind of transitioning from uh, movies to we're trying out these shows because there's a lot of shows that are full of science, especially this one. And today's show is going to be about Rick and Morty. Yeah, and a little synopsis about Rick and Morty. It's uh, about these two people, Rick, who is basically a careless scientist, and his grandson, uh, Morty, and these people, they work together and create things and explore infinite universes, and they always, you know, fall into trouble and experience everything. It's a really, really fun show, an interesting show, but there's also a ton of science, like a lot of science. Yeah. And this is the beauty of those shows in that it has so much science in them, and, you know, we, we don't really even realize that it has so much science in them. And especially in Rick and Morty, I mean, from, you know, as Sujin mentioned, from, I guess, like, the blasters to the uh, interdimensional travel. Through, yeah. Yeah, it's just so much stuff, right? So, yeah, we, we see so many shows, we see so many movies with signs that we kind of almost take for granted. When we look at Rick and Morty, it kind of brings the question that can we bend those rules we see within... You know, the things that Rick is able to do, uh, like, let me give you an example. He's able to, you know, use a dream inceptor, which essentially is a machine that allows people to jump into other people's dreams. And, you know, obviously it seems absurd that that's possible, but who knows? Wait, do you think it's possible, Sujin? Honestly, like, just from that one example, I believe it's a little far-fetched. Yeah, like, I, know. I, um, I believe that as well, yeah. Um, but, but, like... A lot of the science that is in the Rick and Morty show is kind of a bit unrealistic, but a bit also like realistic in a sense. Like it's based on science that we already seen, but most of it, like the portal guns and like the freeze ray, shrink ray, all that, so far with what technology we have, it, it's kind of impossible. Yeah, and I, I believe the word far-fetched is true, but I wouldn't say it's impossible, right? These ideas, we've been conditioned ourselves to, yeah, this is totally not possible because we've always been exposed to certain round rules. And so the question I ask is, can we bend those rules in any matter? Can we shift those rules in that we are able to do some things? And, you know, you may think, yeah, I mean, we can't bend rules. It's rules. But I want to I want to bring up an example which gives a different perspective, right? So apparently there was a guy who made water out of thin air, just thin air. He made water, and it kind of makes us question: Wait, how was he able to do that? Was he able to bend rules, or was he able to adapt himself to those rules in a way where he can do these things? Right, so when we take Rick and Morty as an example, we are almost like, okay, maybe you can't jump into someone's 
mind, but we can do things that we might not be able to think at a certain degree. Yeah, that that is a fair point, right? Obviously, like you said, you can adapt to what we have and the rules, but in Rick and Morty and, you know, the science that's in the show, you really can't adapt because most of the science and most of the most, like, absurd things, like you said, your, your, your dream thing and the portal guns and all that, those are all kind of defying what we know and have been proved in theories and by saying that to break these rules means you're going against what we already know in physics break those rules i said adapt to those rules okay yeah so even if you adapt to those rules finding a different outcome that we weren't haven't already explored might be a real challenge so it can happen there's a chance yeah go ahead challenge yeah it's gonna be hard the guy made water from thin air. That's hard. But mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's impossible. Right? So I'm going off the basis of a slim chance. Right? Everyone might believe, yeah, who can make a water freeze gun? Right? As we see in the show. Yeah. It may seem impossible. And there are going to be things that are impossible. But there are also going to be things which are very challenging. Which seem so close to impossible. But they're not truly impossible. So I'm, I, I know I'm saying impossible so much, yeah. <laughs> but essentially what I'm saying is there's a difference between challenging and there's a difference between something you can't do. And rules defy what's impossible. Rules also defy what's challenging. So when we look at the Rick and Morty, the, the whole universe of Rick and Morty, maybe, yeah, maybe making a dream inceptor is impossible, but maybe making a freeze gun is possibly challenging yeah there is that difference right and obviously some of what is in the show can be created and is something that's in the possible realm oh, so you but say you, you it can be created some things but you so, have to okay. very minimal <laughs> but but you also have to think about the like what technology would need to be created in order right. to actually get it because in today's like world, the technology that was seen in Rick and Morty is nowhere near. Like there are so many things that need to be changed or created or invented in order this in order for this to happen. So even if you can theoretically adapt to these rules, the technology is kind of like a barrier that's stopping this and the t- things that are in Rick and Morty from actually being yeah, reality. So, okay, I guess this kind of brings another point. Do you think? as technology grows and it's growing still, do you think we can apply those advancements into this sort of thing? For example, like AI um, and machine learning. These are very powerful tools, which surprisingly can do things you may not believe. So eventually, as we transition into a phase where we're getting out of this, this like, okay, maybe this is possible or maybe it is challenging we can use our advancements. So do you think there's going to be a future in which technology is able to take these feats at hand and um, battle it on? I mean, there could be a time and a place where, yes, the technology is possible. It is something that's there that allows these things to be possible. 
I'm not denying the fact, but in order to actually get there, a lot of time and a lot of research has to be done. And while, yes, obviously in the future, this will most likely happen, this technology will most likely be there, you have to think about in, in the future, while this technology might be there, it has to be something that's actually like feasible, right? This technology has to be something that humans can actually create. It can't be like something that's out of this world that's like seen in the show. So kind of what I'm saying is that some of the technology that's seen to actually create these things might not be available. So how would yeah, you get around so, that? Okay. Getting around the, uh, I guess this kind of goes back to the feasible versus impossible. But also, I remember a few episodes ago, I believe the Martian episode or our first episode, we brought up the idea of this guy stuck on Mars, right? And is he able to get out of Mars or is he able to adapt Mars? And we had a little debate on that, right? Yeah. So that's challenging. Right. And that's an example you guys uh, watching might relate to. And so when we apply that to Rick and Morty and technology used to do things seen in the show. Right. There are going to be differences between what is possible and things that may be stretched or things that may be too good to be true in terms of science. Right. But even if it though at that current moment, it's too good to be true. It doesn't mean in 20, 30, 40, 50 years. It's not possible. And yeah, there's going to be an extensive amount of research and extensive amount of things that might need to be done in order to get those places. But who's not to say that with enough research can maybe bend the rules a tiny bit and that we can do those things. I mean, I remember it was, it took so much manpower to get someone on the moon. And one or two years ago, I, I believe last year, Elon Musk was able to successfully land a, a rocket without it, you know, without losing so much money with the SpaceX, right? So yeah. we're seeing these big steps, step from moon to the step to the, uh, you know, landing a rocket. So who's not to say maybe we might have a machine that allows us to analyze data to actually use that data and transform that data into something where we can see in the show. Yeah, so that is a fair point. But going back to the point about adapting the rules that were in place, right? Yeah. In order to actually adapt the rules to what you want, it's kind of something that's going to be, not challenging, but like highly improbable. Because in order to adapt the rules, you actually have to change what was already in place because really adapting is kind of changing so by changing you kind of you can't really change because those rules are set in stone so in order to try to get around these rules you have to use other some sort something else that would kind of go around these rules but right now that's impossible yeah and how, how would you get around that what are you what are you thinking so I definitely agree in that it's very improbable or quite improbable in doing those things. But I guess your analogy of it setting in stone, who's not to say we can make a new stone? Huh? Like, we can make our own rules. And so let's take Earth, has, you know, nature has its own laws that in place which doesn't allow one thing to happen. 
And so, yes, there are going to be things very improbable, and there's going to be things yeah. that are going to be impossible due to those laws. What I'm saying is, with enough progress, I believe those laws and those rules can be shifted a tiny bit in our favor. So, mm-hmm. for example, in Mars, so the Mars scenario, Mars has, you know, a carbon-rich, carbon dioxide-rich atmosphere. So with enough manpower, we can shift the rules or shift the, the things set in stone from maybe having an atmosphere full of carbon dioxide to an atmosphere full of oxygen, which is able to sustain life. I'm, I'm saying, you know, even though that's something that can be done, there are things that might not be able to be perceived as, yeah, we can do that or, yeah, we, we can't do this. But there are, what I'm arguing is that there are going to be things that you can, you can change, at least uh, with enough progress. That's a fair point, and I see where you're coming from on that. But while obviously enough progress and enough time and enough exploration will come and allow these rules to be bended, allow it to change, right? Our Earth is obviously changing every single day, so maybe something will come up that changes these rules. You have to think about, you know, how long would that take? How long would it take to change the physics of Earth, the way that Earth functions? And you also think about how how would something like a portal machine work? How 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 would you also go about like testing it or finding what is needed to actually create it? Like what do you actually need to so, get that? Yeah, to answer a question, a lot of it is going to boil down to theory. There yeah. are going to be things that we would not be able to put t- or make it tangible in that sense. Yeah. But um, and, and to your second uh, or your first question and how long it'll take, you know, obviously I'm I can't really give you an exact date or exact yeah, number, of course, of course. but. I know for sure it's going to be a lot of time. You know, mm-hmm. we took so it took so much time to get to the position of where we are right now. Imagine where we can get to a time where Rick and Morty is real life, and there's an there's shows crazier than Rick and Morty, right? So that change, that cycle of change, can uh, keep on occurring, but it's going to take a long, 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 long time, mm-hmm. and. That's why you might think it's improbable because time, it seems so long, so far away that, yeah, there's no point of trying it or there's no point of even thinking of those ideas. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, my argument is based on the fact that we are putting time aside. We are just going, boiling down straight to the fact that can we do it or can we not do it? So yes, to a certain degree, I agree with, which you are saying, and that yeah. it will take a very, very long time. So, obviously, putting time aside, and going back to the main topic of can we do it or can't we do it. So, what I think is, right now, with what we have, with our knowledge set in stone right now, I think the only way or the only possibility that these things can happen is if some sort of research or something I think has to be maybe off planet, maybe on like Mars, for example, right? Where the rules are different for it to happen because on Earth right now, these things have been tried. There have been people, there have been theories that have, you know, try to 
freeze things, right? Travel between dimensions, all these things. There are theories about them. But obviously, that's nothing that can actually be set in stone on the Earth. So my theory is maybe it can happen elsewhere. But even then, how would you go and travel there and research and get that, yeah. you know, to have yeah. it elsewhere? Definitely. I agree with that. I agree with that. We will need to change our, I guess, thinking in where we do it, how we do these things, mm-hmm. which rules can we apply, which rules can we you know, put aside and things like that, right? I definitely can see your argument. I definitely can see mm-hmm. what's possible in my argument, what's possible in your argument. I see different perspectives and who knows, you know, maybe there's a different perspective we don't know. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we're living in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll wrap up today's episode. So thank you guys again and uh, hopefully to see you guys in the next episode. Yep, see you guys.